Yo, 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 we're back, we're back. I'm Frank Mill. I'm Tommy Guns. And this is A to G. A to G. Yo, today's show, everybody, today's show, give me a second to make sure I got this together. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Style Gentleman Club. What if you receive four different men accessories every month for the rest of your life? Well, for only $30 a month, you can receive ties, socks, lapel pins, tie bars, and even more. Visit PFSBLVD.com and subscribe today. And here's a little kicker for you guys. Use promo code PRETTYFLY10 and get 15% off. Yes, that's PRETTYFLY, P-E-R, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't spell today, P-R-E-T-T-Y-F-L-Y-10-1-0, and you'll get 15% off your subscription. Tommy, what's up, man? We back for another week. Back in the back in the house. Back we made the it game. through the fucking inauguration. Holy shit! Oh man, yeah. It was a. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Everything is official. Our forty-fifth president is here. Forty-five. Number big, big four five. And it's President Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Donald J. Yeah. What's that J stand for? For. The juice. The juice. You got, <laughs> you got Trump. The juice. You got the juice. <laughs> He got he he got the juice now. He Obama do. looked at him like that, like at the end of the, at the movie, he's like, "You got, got the juice, juice now." now. Like, Sugar's head, like Sugar's head, like yeah, yeah. He was yeah. That's funny shit. Well, here's a good thing. Uh, in today's show, everybody, we're gonna speak on the inauguration and the things that happen around it. And because we are who we are, my man Tommy is actually gonna give you guys. On the floor, on site experience because Revolt TV sent him out to take care of business. I told you guys we make moves on this side. My man Tommy was on the ground. He captured it, and that's going to be a part of uh, our discussion for today. Afterwards, towards the later part of the show, we're going to get into branding some more and follow up where we were after our last segment. But my man Tommy, man, I'm going to open it up. It's your world, baby. You was on the Uh, ground. I want you to give it out. I'm going to say what I saw on television, and we're going to go forward from there. I uh, before because I, I mainly covered like the, you know the the fancy stuff the the protests but um before that I want to get uh, before I go there mm-hmm. I just want to just speak on what on the on just the election in general okay as far okay. as like because I think that we we do have a new president we do we do um fuck them but we do I, yeah I don't I mean for me in I, my opinion yeah, yeah yeah for me it's um I don't I don't care either way facts that's a fact ultimately yeah but um. To be honest with myself, yeah. Uh, at this point, I'm I'm willing to uh, see what the what the uh, Republicans got going on, on their side. I'm I'm open for it. Yeah. Um, because I was looking at the policies, regardless of like the spectacle of, you know, Hillary and 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 um and Trump. Um, I'm willing to. I was reading some of the, into some of the policies and being you know a, a business owner, an independent business owner, entrepreneur, that type of that sort of thing. Uh, the policies seem to seem to lean more in my favor as far as uh, the Republican Party and Republican uh, policy in general. Okay. Less about Trump as an individual, more so about the Republican Party. Yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, you know, I read, I actually read in Trump's policy, so uh, it, it just fit. It, it just it it fit the more more businessman uh, structure. Okay. Versus Hillary's, which kind of biased towards uh, uh, government government funded jobs, government. Base work and at the cost of of uh, private sector, so it buys towards public sector at the cost of private sector mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways, from education to job opportunity and things like that. So uh, that's just kind of where my where my lean my leanings were. Uh, this doesn't it's not mean that I am a Republican or Democrat or anything like that. Yeah, I do not. I don't flag. I don't join gangs. It doesn't matter. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, saying that's me, but it's just my thought. I want to see how it plays out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, looking forward to. It. I think it'll be very interesting, uh, interesting play because this is really the first time I actually really paid attention to the elections. I didn't really pay attention too much to, uh, didn't pay pay attention too much to Clinton or Bush. Still, still young, young cat. So, poli- uh, politics wasn't really relevant to a minor. Okay, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. Too, and then yeah. uh, you know. I, had opportunity to pay attention a little bit to uh, Obama. To Obama, yeah. But I didn't. I wasn't really critical on him. Uh-huh. Um, of course, I, I had the whole reservations of everybody voting vote for him because he's black. So I didn't really yeah. think too much into it. Uh, but now that I, you know, I'm really an adult now. Yeah. And um, these things really affect me now. Mm-hmm. 
I decided to pay a little bit more closer to close attention. So this is this is my first. I look at it as Donald Trump is my first serious president, the one I'm really seriously paying attention, paying attention to. to. Yeah, and, and um, you know, so so that's where I, that's, that's how I'm kind of I'm kind of looking at it, uh, just in general. So if I if if I could, uh, I think that. I'm, to be honest with you, it's kind of my first one for real, even though I'm a little older than you. I've never given a fuck. And I know there's people out there like me. I like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, it doesn't matter who runs the country. It's not going to impact what the fuck I'm going to do every day. And I feel like that. You know, that's what I'm how I feel. Like, that's how I still feel. I, I don't care at all who the president is. You know what I'm saying? It could be a Hispanic woman. It could be a woman. It could be a guy. It could be a fuck. I don't give a fuck because. You ain't about to affect. You're not going to affect what I'm about to do with my life, my business, et cetera, et cetera. Now, uh, while a lot of the world is up in arms about Trump becoming president, I do have some things that are leaning towards positives for me just because I know he is a businessman like uh, like us. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to watch the move that he makes. For one, uh, I'm going to be extremely critical because as much shit and slander that they threw at Obama, they better, you know what I'm saying? They better make shit work in the way that they see it working. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Obama left with a very good approval rating and all that stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He left hands up like you, it's going, you got a tough job trying to follow what Obama did. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how anybody feels about Obama. Yeah. The stats say he did okay. You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Trump has a, they have tough shit to follow. You it's, see a, it's, a, it's really, it's really hard to talk a bunch of shit about what he did. It's like a very difficult thing to do. Of course, I mean, there's some things that you, you can always have some criticism. Of course. And I think it's, it's their job to me. I think that like, to me, the whole idea of your opponent is not supposed to talk shit. It's not supposed to talk shit. It's stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think it's dumb. I think like, to me, the whole idea of, well, they talk shit about him. So then they, they just talk shit about him. Like, no, it's your job to talk shit about Donald Trump, which is what you guys are doing. And you guys are doing very, very well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all talking mad shit. Y'all talking so much shit. He had the most trash talked about him before he got in the office. I think any other president I can think of in my life. Yeah. Like, it's it's a pretty much unanimous decision that he's hated. Yeah. By you know what I'm saying by the liberals like hated. Yeah. It's like, people in his own party that hate him. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, but I mean that even even that that's still like a that's still um that's still a uh, a common thing. Yeah. Um. But the whole thing is not even about them. Uh huh. It's about the Democrats doing it. So like it makes sense. To my my whole, my whole purpose is that it makes sense for the Democrats to talk shit about Republicans. Regardless of who it is, and vice versa. Yeah, I don't care who you got because, like, at the day, it's not me, and you're not representing what I want to represent. Because it's still core intrinsic values that each party's that each party has that diametrically oppose oppose one another. Yeah. So, like, you will always have that, no matter how sweet it is. But to be objective and and you be very objective about it, mm-hmm. um, as much as I don't really like democratic policy like that, mm-hmm. but um, I think he represented it well. I think I think Obama represented the you know what I'm saying the Demo- the Democratic Party. Very very well, and um, I think did a, I think did a, did a pretty good job. So I'm not. It's not really got nothing like to really hate on him about. Mm-hmm. Other, than, I mean, it's, it's less about him and more more so about the the ideals of the Democratic Party. Yeah, that's just pretty much less about him as an individual. Yeah. So that's why that's why that's where I can kind of say where it's like okay, I like him as an individual better than Trump, but I like Republican po- policies better than I like Democratic policies. Yeah. And then two, you had so then that, with that being said. You had somebody like Hillary running, um, and then you had somebody like Donald Trump running. It's like okay, I really don't like neither one of them like that. Yeah. But I can I can tolerate this because at the end of the day, it's more so. Uh, they have a more laissez-faire approach, hands. You know what I'm saying? So they, they take the hands off of everything, and it's up to you to make shit rock. So yeah. I'm like, so like my whole thing is kind of a, okay, you you're you're more so saying get the fuck out of my way, or you're more so are going to be the one the party that's going to get the fuck out of my way for me trying to do what I got to do, yeah. and just leave all the responsibilities on to me, yeah. versus the Democratic Party, which is kind of the opposite. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. Okay. But anyway, well, you know, I, no, no, I uh, over time, I just me, I just like to feel a society. Um, I don't like how society is responding. Not so much me, because it, like I said earlier, it doesn't bother me. But I'm yeah. watching how society is responding. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And after visiting the the African American Museum, and then the shit happening with Trump now, like Trump actually being elected, my mind has just been a lot of places. But it's more so on the culture, not in regarding the election at all. Because 
Okay, yeah, you can speak on it. Matter of fact, yeah, just because, speak on yeah, it. Yeah, because I... And my bad, and also tie, you can tie it into like the next part as far as like the protests and things oh, like okay, that. Oh, okay, yeah. So okay, perfect, so, no yeah, problem. So, so, like, I visited the... I finally visited the, the, the new African-American museum that they built, and, you know, you re... It's some shit that was... Like, the shit that was happening... The way they teach it to us in school, it can't compare to, to the way that museum lays it out for you with the shit that happened to m- the African-American culture back then. Like, it's a fact that <laughs> we built this motherfucker. You see what I'm saying? Like, it probably was some, like, the Indians obviously were here, but the next set of Africans, because those were real Africans. Yeah. The niggas that they brought over here, they built this shit. This like established sugar was one of the, the number one things. Like when you came over this way, that was something that was driving the most money. That and then human people, like humans. So I think about that. I'm thinking about that way back then and how we were treated. And then I'm thinking about the election now. Make and then you talked last week. You was like make America great again. And I'm like, well, what time are we going back to for you to say again? Like at what point was America great? Because Everything that I've ever looked into regarding America was fucked up. I mean, from the moment slavery started, even into the 50s, 60s, and 70s, where shit was real crazy. I looked into the Jim Crow shit. Like, I looked deep into that Jim Crow shit. There was real laws out there where niggas couldn't do shit, or we would be apprehended. Like, it was real life. Like, the government really was like, nah, we not fucking with this color. Like, we not fucking with y'all. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when to see that, it just alarms me a little bit. But I know that that president, like I'm, 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 I'm hopeful that as a culture and as a society, that that president could never do no shit like that. Like I, I would hope that something would be able to get in the way and stop anybody from really losing it. Because I listen to people talk, and it's, so I know it's all ignorance because some of them are speaking and they don't know shit about it. Yeah. But. I'm listening to them talk. I'm listening to society talk. I'm reading Instagram. I'm reading CNN, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just talking in the barbershops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With, with my peers and, you know, older older guys. And that you always hear people talk about certain things are going to come back from the past. And me going and looking and, and finding out about that. And this, you know, in this election and the way that the, the KKK and all that shit sort of came back into play made this look really bad. Like it made it look really bad from a societal perspective perspective but at the end of the day i still gotta do what i gotta do for me and and my family and i just hope that for the culture like for my for my people the people that identify as african-american like myself and the people that recognize that that you know that there is a lot going on out there that may potentially affect us i just hope that trump gets in there he does what he says and his shit doesn't become a huge race war or doesn't become like some outlandish shit where people are getting hurt harmed and stuff like that like i'm just not for that the rest of the shit that he was on cool you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it 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 caused some crazy shit yesterday which you're gonna be able to speak on which was the riots and it was white people rioting which (laughs) i ain't gonna lie kind of cool to me (laughs) like seeing white folks test shit up to me is like Okay, you pissed off the wrong set of people because white people are mad now. So, mm-hmm. with you being somebody that was on the ground, out there with the shit, what was the energy like? Like, what did you feel? What did you see? What's your, you know, your your perception? And then what? What I just spoke on, you know, what I'm saying, was some of the stuff that was happening in the past and now coming to the light, coming into the present day, potentially, mm-hmm. based off the shit that Trump was saying during his campaign, which it could have just been his campaign now. Because they said, uh, I've read on CNN, a lot of the shit that Trump said on his campaign, he's already, you know what I'm saying, slid back on. So just give me, you know what I mean, let me know what your thoughts is on some of that shit. Yeah, I mean, just out, out the gate, I don't I don't play into the what somebody says too much. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I pay attention to what they write, what they, per- like, you know, and my whole thing is that a lot of things he was saying if you if you listen to what he said and then you actually research Trump policies, yeah. research Hillary policies and what they wrote, yeah, it's it's very different from what they say. Mm-hmm. It's you know what I'm saying so so it's not it's not like very very different, mm-hmm. but it's like what they say is a lot more. It's very extreme. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. very extreme. Like the whole idea of like both of them were saying that yeah we're trying to get rid of students like. School should be free. Fuck out of here. Students should be free. It like, should, but clear, ain't like, about to do it. No, but <laughs> so my whole thing is like, it's what irritates me about it is that like 
it's less even it's less on them and more on the people for entertaining that. Yeah. Like you should just ignore. Like my whole thing is you, you should be just ignoring that altogether. Okay. In the sense of why, like what what world do we live in where like they're gonna just clear student debt or they're gonna just just, just gonna build a wall? <laughs> like like you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like how practical is that? And we're gonna get best gonna do it. So it's more so a thing of I get the idea. So you're just all I have to say is that you're going to strengthen the border. That's pretty much like what I picked up from that. Not like you're literally going to build a billion dollar wall and like it's a great wall of China. Yeah. Like I mean, uh, one of the, uh, a wonder of the world type shit. And it's like, and it's irritating to hear people play towards that. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we as a people are not even intelligent enough to like say, okay, that's a big stream. I'm not even going to entertain that. I'm not even going to like, <laughs> like I, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, so, it's like, so it's like, all right, okay. It's like, no okay, all right, seriously, seriously. Okay, what do you hey, mean? You know yeah, what I'm yeah. That's where my mindset yeah, was. I'm and that's how I feel like the people's mindset should be. Yeah. Um. So, so just so just to kill all of that, not bring it back to- To um, separate the bullshit from reality. Yeah, so like, I'm so my, so my whole thing is like, people get caught up too much in the trivial shit and too much in the, into the, uh, what do you call it? The trip, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You get too much into the um, the media hype. Yeah, that yeah. that along with the race bait stuff, like yeah. the whole idea to me, the whole idea of they're gonna bring back Jim Crow, they're gonna bring back racism. Racism is is, is never left. Wait, wait, yeah, you're saying yeah. like well, it's like because when you when you like I said when you understand like pilot, like how the the way of life of people yeah. is really what's at what's at war, not. Things like trivia as such as like sex, sexism and racism and whatever. Yeah. Because you got to understand because like my whole thing is that because you because I even hear what you when you were speaking, everything all of like your, your sources were from can be tied to liberal sources which already had a liberal bias. You mm-hmm. said CNN. CNN has a majority liberal audience. Yeah. You're talking about the barbershops. You're talking about these places that the whole, the whole upper east is liberal. Yeah. The whole Upper East is by default, you know what I'm saying, by default, Democrat, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, so you, you're going to get that bias. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing is that we have in this very, very, like we, we're approaching it very, very black and white, very, very, oh, if you're not liberal, if you're not leftist, then there's something wrong with you mentally. You're mentally retarded. Like it's all this crazy, massive, crazy and hysteria thing where it's like, you never take into consideration the lifestyle that is that of uh, the lifestyle difference that is completely different from where you live. Mm-hmm. You so you you're, you're in a bubble where you're living in a place where it's very multicultural. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very it's very it's very it's very high population, very urban, very city. Like the whole entire le- landscape and lifestyle, how you live is different. How you get your money is different. Yeah. You were you primarily a white collar. You know what I'm saying? You're primarily like it's it's, it's so many things that play into factor of why you you even are or consider yourself Democrat. Versus when you think about Republicans, we think about it's literally the opposite of how you live. It's people in middle America who you know about middle America. It's not super, super um, developed. It's not super uh, urban. It's yeah. very rural. It's very, it's, it's more into in agriculture. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's less tech. It's, 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 and it's more suburban and rural. Okay. So the lifestyle is different. You're talking about like comparing, you think, you think, you think policy wise that like if you're a farmer in, in the, in the Dakotas, or you're uh, uh, you work for a, like a, a law firm in the city. Okay. You think y'all gonna have y'all gonna want the same things policy wise? No. You, no, you're no, not. not and, at and, all. And, and the thing is, and, and to put on top of that is that you look at them and they look white. Yeah. They look, you know, what I'm saying like traditional Anglo-Saxon American. <laughs> Anglo-Saxon. And then, and then whatever you go <laughs> to the, the city, yeah. You see. You see, you know, like more people of color. The mm-hmm. whole, the, the whole jazz, like, they more, they look more black, they look more minority, and yeah. it's like y'all live a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and and the thing is, like, you know, not to always say, I'm not just not completely dismiss like uh, minorities that live or you know, say people uh, color people. Um, sorry, minorities that live in uh, in middle America or white people that live in in the liberal towns. It doesn't doesn't really not dismissing any of those people, but. Just to give you the mindset of what of how people think and feel, and, and less of, of the superficial shit like race and sex and things like that. Fair enough. Fair but enough. um, but you you had a chance to see it on the ground. You had a chance to hear, like not fuck what you and I feel. You were down there with people yeah. expressing how they thought and feeling, and you did just lay out how we're in majority a liberal area. So yeah. 
I'm sure that's a lot of what you heard, but you know, let the audience in. Uh, you know, share okay, whatever yeah, you have to share, right. but let the audience in on that. All right, that. so two things I want to just kind of, uh, uh, well, several things I want to approach. But the first thing I want to uh, I want to approach is the whole attendance, because like, a lot of people were comparing Donald J. Trump's uh, inauguration to Obama's inauguration, and and then also comparing that to the Women's March. And based on what I said prior to, is that it makes sense. Like, why would you? This DC is a liberal town. Mm-hmm. The whole Upper East is a liberal town. Think about the, ge- the the geography of the whole situation, which is in a more urban environment, it's way more accessible. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it is that like Trump was having his party in enemy territory. It's like a yeah. crip having a party in blood territory. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's how you. that's how I look at it. Where it's like you're not welcome here. Versus if you would have had that same inaugural event in freaking Arkansas They'd or been lit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or yeah. Texas or whatever, where yeah. middle towns like middle middle America states. It would have been live. It yeah. would have been the opposite. Yeah. If you notice that when you look at the the women's march, it was in all liberal areas. Yeah, freaking California, New York City, Washington D.C. Uh-huh. There, there, there wasn't anywhere with any red state. No hell they, no. There was no type of big uh, women's march. So like they could say the same thing. It's almost like going to like into Phoenix or something like that, and or going into. One of those places and taking pictures, like, oh, look at this bar. There's only a few people out here. Of course. Yeah. You know, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I mean, that's to me, that's just a disingenuous kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Now, to get into like the people that were there, uh, the people that were there, it was, what I saw to me, it was a very, first of all, the, 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 art, the profile of the people was a lot of white people, mm-hmm. a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. Um, I put, uh, it, it was a little bit of diversity. You had some Native Americans, some Asians. You know, if whatever. you can put a percentage on it, what's the percentage? I would say it was Break like, it up for me. It was 100% 90%, pie. Like, it was like, yeah, it was like 90% white and Whoa. 10% other. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was like... Okay. And I could probably say it probably was like 92 or 3% <laughs> white and then 7% other. Donald Trump pissed the, pissed the he, white people off, didn't he? You, you know, and then um, it was that. And then, you know, it was probably like... Three percent black, you know. This is three percent black. Few niggas out two, there. Two percent other. Yeah. And then two percent. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's kind of that that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was and then it was pretty much a lot of young white liberals out there voicing their disdain on inauguration day. Not now, the women's parade was the next day, but that's what that was. Okay. And um, yeah, it was it was that that that's what um that's what the kind of the the demographic was. And riot wise, it was very similar to you know uh, how black people riot. Uh, hmm. It was just I mean it was pretty much the same thing. I, I, like I said, I, I covered pretty much every protest, every riot, with the exception maybe one or two. Okay. In the last two three years. Okay. Uh, the ones in from Baltimore, the ones in Baltimore to yeah, you did cover all Baltimore. The, yeah, all, all the ones in, in D.C. and protests and marches and all that the whole jazz. Okay. So like. The archetype is still very similar. Uh, I guess the Baltimore one was, one was pretty worse, like in the sense of they burned down a building. Yeah, <laughs> this one they burned down a limousine. Yeah, they did. Um, they burned a limo. They burned a limo. But um, damn. I guess what I can get from it was that, to me, like uh, not to go into too much of the detail of like what it looked like, mm-hmm. but what I can pick up from it because me, like I said, me covering the whole protest thing and the whole march thing. My personal damn opinion, I think that it's the the most. It's very ineffective. Like it's, I want, I don't want to say it's ineffective. Mm-hmm. It does something, but I think it's your the amount of energy you're putting into that. You are not. It's the least efficient way. That's why I say it's the not. It's not. Not, not that it's not effective. It's the least efficient approach rioting. to solving whatever issues and problems that you all that you have. So my rioting, right? Writing and even protest, like even peaceful protest, the whole the whole concept of peaceful protesting is just stupid to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's con- I think it's just contradictory in terms. There's nothing that's, that's peaceful about a protest. There's nothing peaceful about me having to struggle to get home because like y'all blocking our roads, y'all shutting our highways, like creating traffic. That's not peaceful. It's, just, it's just it's nonviolent, yeah. I guess. Yeah. If, you know, if you don't if you don't burn down shit, it's not violent. Yeah. But it's not. But peaceful and protest is just a conflict. Uh, a confliction in in terms, and I think it's just those are just trigger words to uh, perpetuate propaganda. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's just pretty much it. Is was just, just peaceful. They go out of the way to say peaceful a lot. Listen to how patients how to new speak. You know, and now, and that being said, it's, it's that without you know, so with all that being said, when you when you on ground zero and then you hear how people talk and communicate with each other and how people express and voice their opinions, it's very, it's very unintelligent. Like it's not like yeah, and it's not. I'm not trying to like to like really diss the state of the majority or the state of the people that were there is that, you know, because I'm up here interviewing people and mm-hmm. talking to them, like ask them basic questions like, why are you here? What do you hope to get accomplished? Mm-hmm. And I get the most vague answers, the most nondescript answers or the cookie cutter answers literally just, just repeating, repeating news Some talking shit they heard, yeah, yeah. Every, you know, we used to ask a liberal, like, you know, say, ask like a, a liberal protester that was there. Ask them like, oh, well, I just want to end misogyny and racism and, and sexism and, Xenophobism yeah. and fucking, you know, what's the other ones? Um, <laughs> transphobia. Now every every phobia and every ism. Like yeah, just, yeah. Just, don't, just take a word and put and put ism behind it, and that's what that's what they're that's yeah. what they're boycotting. And, and it's like, and it, it kind of re, it just reduces the conversation to name calling. Yeah. You know, because even when they had opportunities to communicate or or talk to the opposite, because there were people out there. There was a lot of dudes out there that were in the Make America Great Again hats was were, were comfortable there, not you know what I'm saying, not really doing anything, but um. But that's you know that's 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 kind of the, the approach they had, and it, and it's like even when they where they decide when they had opportunities to engage with them, they reduced the entire thing to heckling and name calling, and not trying to have a, a productive conversation. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like it's like this is the opportunity we got millions of cameras like not that not millions but hundreds of cameras on you. Major networks are, are picking you up. This is your chance to to say something. You got two minute window to to make a. To make something that's impactful, and that's the and at and that, that moment, that's when you choose to name call and heckle and talk shit and and give a bunch of just of just tired uh, tired arguments. Mm-hmm. And it's like people don't understand that when you watch the news or you watch any type of major publication, it's really only a few people speaking for millions of people. It's only Tommy Lauren and a couple other people speaking for that sector. It's only uh, Don Lemon and. And what's that? And those people, and Angela Rye, and, and those things, whatever those people like. It's just a few people. You, you, you could throw all those news commentators in one room, and it'll probably be like a party of, of maybe fifty to hundred. Yeah. And versus the millions of different opinions that mm-hmm. are out there, that can probably give a more a, a slightly different one because like when you have that, they create this very this very um, stark line okay. of I do you think exactly this way or do you think exactly that way mm-hmm. and. When you have protests and riots, and you have common people are uh, uh, the opportunity to speak, you can approach it a, a, a way. He has the opportunity to approach it in a, in a very more reasonable manner. Yeah, you. This is your voice. Now, this is this is not CNN's voice. This is not Fox's voice. This is not whatever whoever's voice. This yeah. is your chance to say how you feel. Yeah, and then you're gonna then you're gonna take the opportunity just to pretty much cry and complain and whine versus saying. Versus hey say hey this is my chance that I get to give my opinion or my or my voice almost like they're not prepared almost yeah they're not yeah. prepared like, like when they get there it's just whatever is at the top of the brain however I'm feeling I'm just gonna speak that versus I might get interviewed today and if they ask me this is what I'm gonna give to them this this is what I'm gonna say to make impact because what it sounds like you're saying is they're playing right into the uh, the perception of what they think the Democratic Party is like lazy you didn't take your time and plan to make an effective statement to the news so that the whole world can see it because once it goes up if you make a if you make a powerful statement you're going viral like it's going to go viral it's going to touch a lot of people which it may or may not impact somebody but it's going to be way more effective than like you said getting up there and not saying a whole bunch of nothing yeah no it's i'm talking about i interview people and they literally some of them even went mine went blank they was like you're going to ask me a question like they are they are like, almost like why are you here then yeah. if you don't I, uh, the yeah. whole thing is like I'm asking them literally why are you here what yeah. is your thing and it's like you gotta get those answers or you get those answers well you know why I'm here those 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 stupid oh you know why I'm here if you don't get it then not, you don't know now you know yeah. it's just a lot of vague bullshit <laughs> and, and it's like no like and, and that, to me that's where I, I look at it and, and it's like people like a lot of those people don't even have an original thought Okay. They don't have an original thought where like, what is what you're saying different from what I can hear on the news? So like, either they cookie cut something that things that Fox say or things that CNN says or uh-huh. things that whoever say, yeah, and and, and and just regurgitate it, or they mind their mind goes blank or they say something vague okay. or or they heckle a name call. And it's like, no, this is your opportunity to 
to put it, to to conceptualize a, a critical thought mm-hmm. and give it to the world mm-hmm. because I don't care what nobody says. Neither side is is one hundred percent right. Fuck no. So like so to to, to eliminate that thought out of out of your mind. And that's what a lot of the 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 protesters kind of had where it's like it's to a point where now where it's, it's like well if you voted for Donald Trump mm-hmm. you must be a racist you must be sexist you must be whatever mm-hmm. or you must be that some type of apologist yeah some negative and it's a bunch of name calls and, and labeling yeah this, they just kind of throw you on it like stop labeling it and then that's what it is where it's like that to me that's that's a that's a serious case of of, of narcissism that like that's very unhealthy in the sense of you if you think you're so right. And then also to me, you can't 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 uh art, like can't articulate the your opposing uh, your po- your your opponent's opinion. Mm-hmm. If you if I can't actually and you can't give me a clear concise answer that let's say a Republican would give and make it and almost argue their make the argument for them. If you can't do that, that means that to me you don't even have a clear understanding of your enemy. Because we always talk about, we always kind of mention like 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And a lot, one of my favorite quotes in that John, was like, you know, when you, it's kind of like, no, we pretty much alluding to know yourself. If you know yourself and you know your enemy, you're saying you'll, you can, you'll win a battle without even having to, you know, with minimal cost, you'll win a battle every time. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the, the direct quote. No, but no, like, that's, that's, that's yeah. the gist that they were given that, yeah. from that. And that's, the, that's, what, that's, that's my approach that I take when I speak to anybody. I want to know what you can say. I want to be able to almost where like they would think that I'm on the opposite side where like I can give your argument better than you can give your own damn argument. Yeah. That's why I, I really know who you are and how you think in your, in, your, in your pathology. Yeah. And I can also give my disposition but like we notice a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. A lot of people that, that are on one side can't give the opponent's argument. Yeah, because they haven't even taken the time to dive in to figure the other side out. They don't even really know what they're going against. Exactly. if you pay attention to it you may it may be in favor Exactly. Because the person that is paying attention to it, if they do dive in and they understand, they may say, well, he's saying a bunch of bullshit. But from what I'm reading, some of this shit may benefit us. OK, let's see what's happening here, which which and this is beautiful that it's set up this way, because there was another big thing that took place, which was the performance of Chrisette Michelle. Okay, yeah, which, yeah. Which Oh, that happened. So she actually went through with the performance. Exactly. So okay. and and with us talking about branding and shit like that later on, this is a perfect way to get there with her. Now <laughs> Yeah, give me good speak on it. <laughs> now Hey man. Now, now Black Twitter and the world, they almost it's almost like there were two types of people when it came to her being the one to perform. It was the people who said, who gives a shit? It's Chrisette Michelle. And then it was the other people who say, turn down the money and, you know, don't do it. Long story. You yeah. know what I mean? You get yeah. what's happening. Yeah. You black, you shouldn't say, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And my boy called me. Shout out to We Are The Messengers podcast. Mikey called me again. And he was like, yo, what's your thoughts on Chrisette Michelle and her performance? Now, people who know me, know me, know I'm business. I'm about my business. And... When you're securing who you are as an individual, then you can just make a move. Mm-hmm. So if I am an entertainer and I, but I'm securing myself, meaning no matter what you say about me, whether it's good or bad, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm making this move because I want to make this move. This is a big opportunity for me. Fuck what you all think about it. Mm-hmm. I sort of was I sort of was cool with her doing it. I didn't have a problem with a person like Chrisette Michelle doing it. But what I did tell him, people who were already established in the culture like super deep in the culture like i couldn't see beyonce doing it nah you you can't do it like in my in my head beyonce don't need a lot of people that we even complain like ti or whoever they can't do it like those people are solidified in the culture like they've made their stamps on history with our money you see what i'm saying chrisette michelle uh, i don't even know if it wasn't if it wasn't for if it wasn't for brianna i wouldn't even know what song she sang I don't know. I, 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 you can't tell me. And she and she yeah. was. Uh, I think it was. I'm leaving or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I know but, but I was like, Chrisette Michelle. I just know the name. Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? Go ahead, help yourself. You see what I'm saying? Because we don't care about you enough. <laughs> and, that, and that's the whole point. But go ahead. You don't know. No, but no. But we don't care about you enough. And but I understood why she was doing it. I just had certain people that couldn't do it for me. Just my liking. Like if it was. If it was. The A to G podcast and Trump was like, "We want y'all two motherfuckers to cover the inauguration." I'm like, yeah, "We in there? We, we in there? Man? We is in there?" Because first off, 
we ain't did shit. <laughs> like I ain't did much yet. Like yeah. I made my stamps, but it ain't yeah. been nothing heavy. You no, know what and, I mean? and, and what it pretty much comes down to, if you you haven't drew the line as the I'm pro black, yeah. black power, power to people, fuck the white man type of li- like line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's people that that those people that are the people that just shouldn't do it or can't do it or whatever. If you made that kind of stance, yeah. of of whatever you know, what I'm saying. But to me, it's like <laughs> I feel like black people. Aren't able to compartmentalize themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is what I got going on over here. This is what I got going on over there. Just because I'm standing next to you, or or in some of associate, doesn't mean that like your thoughts or whatever is influencing my like. It's almost like we. Yeah. It's almost like I feel like black people look at other black people almost the same way liberal white people look at black people in the sense of we have an inability to think for ourselves. Exactly. To me, the whole thing is like and. You going to a taking a picture, or you going to a uh, uh, a, dinner. A, a dinner with Donald Trump, or or going to the Republican convention, or doing anything, or Charlemagne with Tommy, or Charlemagne with Tommy, things like that. It's like, oh, you you this your salad, your coon, blah blah blah, and it's like, why can't this man have an independent thought? Like, <laughs> I can stand right next to a racist and hear him out, and hear him talk and speak, you know, what I'm saying? and not be influenced by what he's saying, you know. And, and it's like, regardless, my whole thing is regardless of what it is, it's like. That I, he he can call me every, every time say every type of ignorant whatever it doesn't mean that I'm going to believe him like yeah that, that's yeah I agree with that like I can't think for myself so with that being said it's like to me black people should have looked at it as an opportunity where like we're going to take this damn money because like money at the end of the day it's money like money money ain't racist money ain't ignorant money ain't money green sex, is money what ain't it is sex, it's money is green. green exactly so she could have been almost like an insurgent where it's like we're going to take that money and t- and she's going to put that right back into the Black community, but you know, so what? she's taking the money from the white community and putting it back into that. But, but let me ask you something. Go let ahead. me ask you something too, real quick, because I watched some Charlemagne interviews, and to me, Charlemagne is becoming one of the most interesting people on the planet. He's becoming the most interesting person, like to me, one of the most interesting people on the planet, because people think that he's speaking out of like when he speaks on shit, they think Charlemagne is a gimmick. But I watch like me when I some people that I follow, I watch them and then I'll see your mannerism. So I watch an old interview and then I watch a new interview. Mm-hmm. OK. And Charlemagne made a statement where uh, about the when he got into the Birdman thing. And I'm going to tie it all in okay. about how people like he's saying how Snoop thought that he had got punked. But he was like, his people close to him is like, no, nah, Charlemagne held it down, et cetera, et cetera. And Charlemagne says the way he approaches stuff like that, he's like, I'm comfortable in my own skin. Right. He said, I'm comfortable with me. He said, out of 10 people, he said, three people are going to agree with you. Three people are not going to agree with you and the rest are whatever the fuck they are. Mm-hmm. So he, he what what he was getting at that is, yeah, I can have a dinner with Tommy Loren because I don't care what the world thinks of me. I'm a black man. And Charlemagne reckon Charlemagne's I'm black. I know I'm black. I like my culture, et cetera, et cetera. But just because me and this woman have a difference of opinion don't mean I can't talk to her. I can listen to her and she going to hear what I got to say too. It don't make me a coon. It don't make me none of that shit. Actually, it makes me a, a person with a, a halfway. F- it, it makes me fair minded. I'm fair minded. Yes. I want to listen to the argument. Once I hear the argument, I'm going to either make an interpretation as bullshit or it's not. Yeah. And I, I, I'm starting to fuck with Charlamagne even more because he stands by that at all times. Why do I say that? In an old interview, he made a statement. Everybody in this universe in this universe has an opinion. If I'm aware that I can't change it. So why in the fuck should I let it dictate how I move day to day? I'm just going to say how I feel. You don't like how I feel. That's on you. And I think we all should adopt that. So when I hear you say the black culture and it's and, and not being able to have a, a, a mind, like not saying a mind of our own, but being able to think for itself. Yeah. I'm starting to agree with this shit. I'm starting to feel like it's just like, oh, let's all lock arms and be on the same bullshit versus how do you really feel about the situation? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like they're afraid to be outcasted. I feel like they're afraid to be pointed out because they don't feel the same way as everybody else does. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when the Chrisette Michelle shit popped up and I was like, I feel her. Yeah. I feel you. That's not, yeah. And that's my whole thing is like, that's not what was going to stop me from hate. Like, it's not going to create hate or some type of anti Chrisette Michelle thing. To me, I think I think that I, I didn't fuck with what, what, um, what Spike Lee did as far as like cut him off, cut her off of his projects and 
got her off of net, got her off the Netflix deal because she performed at Trump's wow. shit. Wow. Now that's what happened. That was like the that was like really the big thing about wow. it. So she lost her Netflix. She had like a Netflix deal and she had a deal at Netflix and and um something with um yeah, that's, he with shouldn't Spike have did Lee. That. He shouldn't like, have did that. He's like yeah if you so if you perform at Trump's inauguration, he should have did you're, that. Um, fuck your. Seven hundred fifty. I'm not sure if it was seven hundred fifty or two hundred fifty thousand. I'm not I sure. I think it was two hundred fifty thousand. That's what is that for the for the inauguration? For, for the inauguration. And I think seven fifty was for the um, Netflix. I'm not sure what the numbers. Are. I didn't look into it in detail, but yeah. it was a money, pretty much some money being exchanged. Yeah, but by I, I think that like to me, that's that's we 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 are now holding almost black people hostage to this collective black thought. And which is why when I was talking in my previous podcast, of why I don't necessarily subscribe to the black collective. Uh, the black the black um concept as far as like uh the state of mind because it's not because it's becoming more it's becoming more than race and even culture it's starting to become cultic yeah. in the sense of I'm not allowed or you're not allowed to think differently and all of a sudden uh, and by some weird reason you're less black yeah. like that's just weird because like because like, just to tie it back is when you look at this election. We all so we we have we all have this mindset of white people are racist this that and the third and the Republican Party is pretty much majority white and they're all racist mm-hmm. and then but you have what you have out there on, on inauguration is a bunch of white people protesting against Trump Trump yeah. the same shit that you that you find against and it's like but all those white people considered not white to some yeah no 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 to not, some I mean to wait no to some that's that's my I'm talking about. As a whole, when they, are they are they gonna be like you're no longer white? Oh, no, do, I'm do you with hear? You. Do you yeah. hear the? I'm with you. Oh, you, coon you, for white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. You hear that you're being that? Oh, the we the white racist trading <laughs> these protesters for yeah, 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 for yeah. somebody <laughs> black for, for Carlton. Yeah, yeah. Saying, like no, you don't hear <laughs> yeah. this. Like, but with yeah. black people, because I made a tweet a couple like a couple of days ago. I was like, a white man can rap a white man's lyrics and he's invited to the co- uh, cookout, but a black man can take a picture with a white man and he's being racially drafted. Yeah, and all I have to say is that because I, I watched this Chris Pratt interview and he's like, because everybody get everybody's so quick to give like these white people like black cards, yeah, for doing quick. anything anything remotely hip hop or yeah. anything cool. You're invited to the cookout. You're this and you're that. I love this guy, whatever. Yeah. It's like this nigga. I'm like, I didn't see the Chris Pratt just wrapped a white person's lyric. He wrapped Eminem. He pretty much wrapped Eminem's lyrics. Yeah, and he's all and then everybody, as you call black Twitter, which is. Which is pretty much Twitter because Twitter is pretty much dominated by black people. Yeah. So it's just almost like you don't even say call black Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah. But like all I have to say is that like Twitter had a field day and it's like oh yeah he's right to the cookout the whole that whole that whole kind of thing where he's cool now he gets the black card yeah he's he's approved but let someone like Steve Harvey take a picture or or Kanye would take a picture with Donald Trump and niggas he, trying to yeah, snatch their shit yeah niggas he's no longer black <laughs> yeah. he, he gets traded he's racially drafted the whole thing and, and it's like my whole thing is like you you can make not like him you can not fuck with him. Call all kind of name, but like, it does not make him. It does not make them not black. Mm-hmm. That and that's pretty much where where I got that. Where like I, I feel like black people are losing, in the sense of why are we so quick to give white people uh, a pass, but then we are extra critical and, and we're hard, almost harder. We're harder on black people than we are on even on white people. Yeah, you know. And and it's like and that, and that's just speaking from a position of if I were to subscribe to the to this black collective thought mm-hmm. of. You know, black is just, just you know whatever 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 the mindset is. You know the whole pro black whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to were to do that, and, and that's where I think that people got wrong because like if you look because like, another point I want to bring up about the protests is that everybody always brings up how the media how the media covered the protests versus how the media covered uh, black protests mm-hmm. and. I put it also another tweet. If y'all follow my Twitter, man, Tommy Guns DMV. There you go. I talk about <laughs> shit on there. Yeah. Um, and uh, following my Twitter, I made a tweet saying that uh, pretty much the the media covered the reason why the media doesn't label those protesters as anything because they identify with them because it's pretty much it's white people talking about white people. Mm-hmm. They're speak like they identify with who they are as people. So they, they don't look at them and throw a label. The reason why they speak about black people, the way they speak about black people, because they don't identify with them. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a universal law. Yeah. It's not, it's not a special law, not a special law or special racism because that white person speaks like, speaks a certain way about certain groups of people because like, 
they understand the, the pathology of why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. We as even from us, what we as black people understand the pathology of why they are, whether whether we necessarily agree with it or not, we come at it with a a more clear understanding of why black people are are, are rioting and protesting. They and then with that being said, they have the same approach. They they're gonna they're gonna um, empathize more with every group empathize more with their own people and has and and, and if anything sympathizes with the, with with the not group. Mm-hmm. So that's why when you when you hear because like these people like also too there's another element that a lot of people don't like to talk about with the protests and it's these white anarchists. They're pretty much the best way I can put it is like like libertarian extremists, mm-hmm. but they're just pretty much like uh, anarch full blown anarchists. It's like the extreme is of, of experience when we have super like communists and you got like super uh, capitalists and whatever the extreme polar opposites are. But like just 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 anarchists and that's when you see those those video clips of like those dudes wearing all black. You know, saying bandanas right around the face, ski mask, that whole kind of not that, that whole kind of uh, archetype. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a clear archetype. There's a clear label you can give them. Mm-hmm. To, like, like why isn't the media calling them, um, calling those people um, anarchists or libertarian extremists or thugs or whatever, whatever label they just slap on on quote unquote black people mm-hmm. when black people do shit. It's like the Black Lives Matter people. Those are those, they quick to slap a label on it, mm-hmm. but when they, when white people do it, it's like. Oh, okay. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just just us. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so they approach them as a more individual kind of as a more they have a more humanistic approach to them, and which is which is like, I don't, and, and my whole thing is like, I'm not saying that because people think I say that. I think a lot of people think I said that to as a criticism against white people. Was more so as it's more so a a understanding and it's really more so a criticism to how black people see it because like objectively speaking, that's how every group is. We are, you know, like, I, I'm not going to repeat it again, but, um, so when I, when I, when I, when I bring up things like Chris, people like Chris Epstein and people like Steve Harvey, people like them, it's like, we should be doing it how those quote unquote white people are doing it, where like, we're not openly just throwing them under, because they see that, like, mm-hmm. everyone sees this, we're openly throwing our own people yeah, under white the people bus. use that to their power. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they'll be like, all right. Well, well then we, we can do it. Yeah, if y'all want to do it to your own people, then, we'll do it too. And then also then, no, then we, we're going to pick them up the same way when you watch some 300. I was like, that's like really one of the powerful lessons when the dude, the um, the deformed dude was trying to join the army. Yeah. And he, and he pretty much wasn't, he pretty much wasn't uh, adequate enough to to join Leonidas' 300 army because mm-hmm. he couldn't hold a shield up the whole nine or whatever. So what did he do? He he went to the enemy. He, he, sought, re- he sought refuge in the enemy. Yeah. Because he didn't have any home within his own people. Yeah. His own people rejected him. And it's like, that, that's why I always get like the whole, like the, the whole cool thing. It's like, why are y'all throwing y'all own people, people under, on, the under the bus? And then, it's, and then also at this, on top of that, it's like, those people aren't people that, that are fucking up the community like that. Yeah. Like why is it, here's my, my thing is why is it that rappers and all these, all these people that, that literally, Got their success from their oppression of their own people. These rappers that are selling drugs, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gang banging the whole night, killing niggas, what doing the whole night, glorifying the 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 destructive culture within the black community and also making money off in it off of it and profiting off of that to literally get them from that point to their A lister or their successful point and then have the nerve or the audacity to call people coon or criticize other people who quote unquote are turning up black community where like just because you sold out in the beginning and then try to buy back in at the end doesn't make you better than a, than a dude that that was in from the beginning and, and and allegedly sold out at the end. Yeah. So like, why? So like, my whole thing is why someone like like a Ti or someone like a David Banner can have the audacity to talk shit about someone like a Chrisette Michelle or a Steve Harvey when we there's no track record of showing them that that these niggas like sold drugs or. Or she was probably, like she was doing any type of fucked up shit to, to black people in the, in the past. When you can have a track record of these niggas doing that, mm-hmm. these niggas are selling crack to the to the kids, and the reason why us broke niggas probably have a have, have a crack mother. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. But yeah. like they have the audacity to to dictate and be the bastions of of who is quote unquote accepted or approved uh, uh, as far as like being being black enough or not being black enough. And it's like the hypocrisy to me is is is, is astounding. I think that I think. And that's, I mean, it's a very good point, man. And it's, it's, it, it's something that's been happening for some time now. Like it's not, this conversation you and I are having isn't new at all. You know what I'm saying? And when I think more and more about it, you find yourself asking, damn, it's a guy like me or it's a guy like us or some other guy out there who's like, man, I'm trying to do it by the book, et cetera, et cetera. 
versus the other guy who, which, and it's no knock on them. See, me, no. I don't knock my people. And I, I don't, yeah. and I know, and Tommy, we weren't knocking them either, I don't no. believe. No. But I would never knock a Tio. I would never knock a David Banner. No. I just would state, you got it how you live. Mm-hmm. Let them get it how they live. We all still exactly people. Because T.I., you had to, you was in a position and you did what you had to do. Nobody knocked what you had to do. Wayne, uh, uh, even the new, the younger kids, the, mm-hmm. the 21 Savages and all mm-hmm. them, they're getting it the way they know how. Mm-hmm. So if, when I see the Chrisette Michelle, she's getting it the way she mm-hmm. knows how. It doesn't mean that it's a knock on a, it. In my opinion, the moment we as an entire culture start to get behind those people and say, hey, she's just getting her money. Go ahead and get your money, sweetheart. We understand it. Which I'm not saying that the whole black culture is like that. Yeah. Because it's not. I'm not gonna say every black person is like that. Like you said, that's that's irresponsible to speak that way. Mm. But in the world that we live in, the majority is not fucking with Chrisette Michelle. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? The majority is not. So mm-hmm. um I, I that's a profound point that you made because I because when I think about it, we all do shit differently. Me and you came across each other on some different shit. You was doing that actually at first. Mm-hmm. You was doing the videos with the hip hop cats, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Who knows how they was getting that money to pay y'all? Yeah. Then me, I come along with you know GQ Mag and Stacey. I'm like, yo, let's try some different shit. And you was like, y'all always wanted to get into that. Yeah. But it don't mean that you shunned or took shots at anybody that was getting in another way. You still uplifted. That's a black man doing his thing. He doing it how he do it. Yeah, you over here doing your thing, you doing it how you do. I can respect that. I and that, really and that's, respect that. that's also be the point I was trying to get at, because like, like you said, like at the end of the day, it's not nobody should be really be knocking nobody. That's pretty much what I'm trying to get at. Especially if my whole thing, especially if the way you got it is the you know what I'm saying, if the way that you got it was just was just as bad, or if not worse. I, to me, I think selling drugs and and robbing, shooting, killing, whatever, it's and doing terrible. all that shit is, is worse than going to perform at a white man's party. I agree. I like agree. I, I'm, I'm just sorry, you can't like those 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 two can't equate. So like, that, and that's where I'm trying to point out to to them where it's like, and and also just to take note to everybody that, that's watching is that you should pay attention to the to the hypocrisy of of how people get because like people try to get on their super duper self righteous shit, which is why I have a lot of problem with with the whole the whole people that do a lot of dirt and they get the super duper guilt conscious and then they try to condemn everybody else yeah. after they get saved or they get yeah. conscious or they get pro-black they get all this shit and they try to condemn a bunch of other people and and then the only reason why you're doing it because like you because you, you have this 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 deep-seated guilt for the fuck shit that you did and yeah. you're projecting your your fuckery on us because like I didn't do that. Like, yeah. I didn't say I didn't. I didn't move not a, a lick of damn nothing. Yeah, I don't say nothing. Yeah, I didn't. You know what I'm saying like <laughs> even when my music video said like. Barely even shot Like I don't think I really shot a Ratchet music video Like even every, Anytime I even work With Ratchet artists or mm-hmm. I try to class them Class them up A little bit As much as possible I, I always wait that You can check my resume If I can hop in For a second okay. I, Cause I do want to Put this out here um, You and I Like It's it's fair to say like, I'll still speak for myself yeah. I am not A street nigga like yeah. I know street niggas. Yeah, same and way. I, I'm I'm making this statement for I'm making this statement for the culture. Mm-hmm. You niggas that's out there, just because you listen to Ti or just because you listen to any hardcore rapper right now, nine times out of ten, my nigga, you wouldn't even attempt to do the shit that they did or had to do. We aren't street niggas. We're black people, and we just so happen to like the music and the lifestyle seems cool. But that's it, ultimately. Or, or you like, probably live in it. You probably like kind of live. Or in you it. may live by it. You or live, near, you, you, you live grew in up it. in it. Yeah, I live in it. I live, but in I don't. It. It's not my lifestyle at all. Yeah, like what, not at all. I'm not yeah. going to stick up a soul. Yeah. Like I'm not pulling the pistol on nobody. Like I'm not pulling the pistol on nobody. Will I knuckle up? Of course. Mm-hmm. Fighting is just that's fighting. That's we just gonna fight. Yeah. But when it comes to hardcore street niggas, street niggas don't even move the same way a person like myself would move. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They don't move often and they really rarely move beyond their their the little territory. perimeter. That's yeah. it. They stay around their way. So when I be out now, I sort of, now that I'm aware of that, when I be out now and I go to play basketball at parks and stuff like that, or if I be in the gym, I just be like, yeah, y'all niggas, some, like, you a sucker if you think you're a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the niggas that I know who did it, I literally, when I was back home, lived across the street from niggas who did it. Mm-hmm. Who did it? Did the drugs? Did the shooting? Did it all live right across the street from them niggas? And real, no bullshit. They sort of kept me away from this shit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I know what them niggas look like. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't look <laughs> like, like y'all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. No. And the, and the thing is that like these are these are sides that we're seeing, and it's like we are so quick. And, and that's why I say because like I feel like people like uh, a Chrisette Michelle identify more with us in the sense of. 
she doesn't have this super guilt conscious of, of all this fuck shit that she did. And it's like the worst thing she could do is perform at like that. That's on a resume versus like somebody who, who shot clubs up and who got people in danger. Who so you know you know what I'm saying? And, and it's like and that's pretty much where, I, where we want to emphasize. But I like I, I definitely like what you said and agree with that. And then that's why that's part of the reason. That's one of my my personal reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing, what I'm doing the way I'm doing because I want to put that out there. Like yo, you don't have to be a street nigga. Like yeah. We, I'm like that's not cool to me. Yeah. For me, like I, I, it's like when you you always gotta be comfortable. I don't do certain dances. I'm not dug in. I'm not nay yeah, nay. I don't know how to do. I'm none not of that doing shit. that. Shit. Yeah. I'm like you can do it. It looks yeah. cool on you. Yeah. But like it's not my swag. <laughs> yeah. And I'm cool. And you gotta be comfortable with that. But it doesn't make me less black. It doesn't make me. Less I sure was about to say that too. It don't make you any less black. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Man. Just because of that. So it's like so part of this whole movement. For, I, I can say for 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 both of us is that like we're trying to put that that out there that like yo you don't have to be. That Just way, that, yeah, and it doesn't have to be like a label. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm a black, I'm a black gent, I'm a black. Like, I, no. I, I'm not doing the label shit. Like, yeah. fuck, I'm, like, I'm we all black. black. That's like, what that's I am. It. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's part of me why I'm even protesting. It's like it is what it is. Yeah, and there's no changing that. That's. <laughs> what, what, I mean, like, take a look, motherfucker. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. So true that. True that. So um, so I, I think that like uh, we definitely you know hit the hit the money on on all those things, and um, I would just say I was just ended with uh. We're not with this, this part with uh, we gotta people that have problems because it's all times of better like people who have problems with the opposition or someone that's that supposedly like try to really put yourself in their shoes and try to understand their their disposition and, and understand their mind really try to try to seek empathy because that's what neither side is doing on, on both sides well like I say when we speak about the black people talking about black people who are allegedly sellouts and then also black people who are talking about white people or Democrats who are talking about conservatives, vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I'll bring it back, I'm going to really emphasize it. If you cannot present their argument the way that they present them, meaning if I was in a crowd, whatever, and, and you walked up until like the president, the inaugural election, and you have a conversation with a, a Trump supporter, and you can't and you can't blend in, and yeah. you can't make the arguments like how. To, then you need to you need to understand like who the fuck they are. Because I guarantee you, a lot of them can't do it. They yeah. can't they can't break down how they think and what they think, and vice versa. A Trump supporter can't really break because I've been cause I've been to a Republican convention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I worked with Trump and I worked with Tommy Learn. I've worked with all at the same damn time. Yeah. So like I know how to I know how they think and they think they just move differently, but the mindset of of the, a certain level of ignorance mm-hmm. of the opposition is still there. Yeah, and you know, what I'm some of the points are justified on both sides, but like I understand it, and the whole, and, that, and that's why I even went through that. That's why one of the main reasons I went through that experience. I want to understand why, why you know, say why other people think the way they think. And the main thing is that like now I'm at a point where I can present arguments mm-hmm. on both sides. You know, what I'm saying like, and, mm-hmm. that, and that's what people should get. And that's when you, that's when you really understand. You know yourself, and you know the enemy. Uh, and then, you know, and um, and that's what I, that's what I think that everyone needs to be at. I I, I have absolutely no issue uh, with anything that you just uh, spewed out just now. Um, I think that we should to to take more responsibility in ensuring that the shit that we say out of our mouths um, is beneficial versus just being hurtful. And, uh, and and pointless, you know what I'm saying? Um, but what I would like to do at this point, especially since we touched on Chrisette Michelle, we touched on the inauguration, we touched on, uh, you touched a, a little bit on hypocrisy, so on and so forth. Um, uh, we're going to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, we'll lighten it a lot. And we're going to jump back into uh, like business and branding, et cetera, et cetera, for those, uh, those entrepreneurs out there. Um, who are looking to solidify solidify themselves uh, within the business? Uh, we'll take a five minute break. We'll be right back. Uh, I think you may. Uh, I think today's podcast. Uh, you know, we obviously we wanted to get into uh, some other things, but we find ourselves having good conversation, and I feel like this is something that that our audience should be able to listen to secular, and then they listen to branding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, when we can speak to it in its totality. So that I feel like they thoroughly received the message. Yeah, um, in closing, for me, um, I challenge I challenge the culture. I want to challenge the culture to change glasses. You know what I mean? I want you guys to I want you guys to 
we've been doing things one way for so long that it's become normal. And I challenge everyone to just change those glasses or contacts and let's take a look on the world a little bit differently. And let's see if we can attempt understanding. Like we've done enough hatred. You know what I'm saying? We've been, we've, we've spent too much time hating each other. We spent too much time uh, with the, the crab in the bucket mentality versus spending time attempting to understand one another, regardless whether you agree. Let me just be able to understand because I feel like if you can understand where an individual is coming from, then at that point you're at peace with that person's with that person's mentality. Doesn't mean you agree. Doesn't mean you have to do what they have to say, do what they say. But you at least okay. I get where you're coming from based on the experiences that has shaped your life. Because a lot of the time, that's where the shit that comes out of your mouth came from. The shit that you've been through. The shit that you've experienced to shape your perception and. I don't I think for a long period of time uh, it's been uh, it's, it's shaped off some shit of the past and it's not current. You know what I'm saying? T- fucked up shit is happening to us. Like people are getting killed. Young black kids are getting killed. Schools are getting shot up. Movie theaters are getting shot up. And I feel like this just isn't the time for us to separate. And I and I'm not like on no super kumbaya type shit. I just feel like the moment more people are are not afraid to say I'm a black man and I'm not 21 Savage or I'm a black man and I'm or and I'm not MLK or whoever you are. The moment somebody's prepared to say this is me, I'm comfortable with who I am and I'm cool with who you are. And if just because you're not the type of black person that I am don't mean I don't have to not fuck with you. It means that I understand you for who you are. And if me and you happen to have something in common, then we can we can jive and we can vibe. And if not then I have nothing for you. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's an okay place uh, for us to to make strides towards. I'm, I, you know what I mean, I'm not about to give no Obama speech, you know, that we're about to make it happen tomorrow or the next day. But I think with our podcast and me and you just so happening to be two young gentlemen who feel a particular way, but understand why other people feel that way. Because if you think about it, even on our podcast, me and you are different. Mm-hmm. We're extremely different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm a nigga over here. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're not because yeah. I've you know what I mean I've seen you have a good yeah. time too. Yeah. But I just think about when we start to share our opinions, the way you give yours, but you don't look down upon me, and the way you give yours, I don't. You know what I mean. I don't poo poo you for your how you feel. Mm-hmm. We just we understand each other and we coexist. Exactly, exactly. We we click on on the ways we connect on the ways that we connect, and that's what holds us together. That's what builds the bond. Amen. And, um, and to me, I don't even want to push it further because even past uh, racial lines, I mean, past like intra-racial uh, relations, let's go interracial relations Amen. and inter-religion, like whatever it is because like that's all it comes down to because like I always see and hear people talk about someone that they don't agree with and it always comes from a perception of you don't even understand why they're saying it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know why they're saying it. You think you know. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? But you don't know because you haven't lived it. No clue. You, you don't walk in their shoes. You don't experience what they experience. And like you're not being honest with yourself and honest with how you feel. Because like at the end of the day, like people don't, don't, don't think about if I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere mm-hmm. and I'll, every time I turn on the news, it's niggas acting like niggas. And then if I go to the, the shit that niggas watch yeah. and it's they are praising and acting like that, like then I would think, okay, they like nigga shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like we made World Star Hip Hop. We make media takeout. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And these platforms that that con- like, that consciously create negative black power again and we support it yeah. openly. So like it's almost to a point where we're full of shit if we don't acknowledge that, which we try not to. We always try to duck, dive, and do cartwheels around. Yeah. When it comes to when white people have a point in, would have a point if they spoke upon that, but they really do, kind of don't. Yeah. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But um. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, and it's in and, and vice versa. Like we, you don't know. Like city city niggas don't know what it's like to live in the country. Yeah. You don't know. Like you'll say so. All these, all these policies. I and do, laws, but I'm with you. You're yeah, saying yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of they just don't. I'm a like, country nigga. Yeah. They they don't know. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yo, you everywhere. Doesn't have a, a Wi-Fi spot, a nah, hotspot, or no Everybody fucking uh, metro. Or metro, yeah. like if you know, what I'm saying if people live off their farm, off their land, like if they don't water their land, 
than or they didn't water their grass or they water their, their plants and they ain't eating. Eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's yeah. not like common highways or common roads that we share. Like, or somebody's gonna pick it up. You litter, and someone else is gonna some garbageman's gonna come around and pick it up. No, we gotta pick that you. shit up you ourselves. Pick that shit up yourself. Yeah. So it's a different mindset. And the thing yeah. is, like that that plays into the policies that are being in place that benefit whoever. Yeah. So and with and with and with and with us, um, and with this podcast. Um, what we're what we're going to do is we're we are going to show the world uh, what uh, another version of the black man. Let's just put it that way. Another version of the man. I, yeah. I'm going to show the world another version of the black man. Yeah. That there's another. Uh, it's a different type out there. Like Donald Glover's already doing it yeah. with Atlanta, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And now we're doing it with A to G. Yeah, I can I can I can agree with that. We're going to show you guys. That there's something different that can happen, and it doesn't have to be down the rap grid, and it doesn't have to be ratchet. It don't have to be none of this shit. Not saying that we don't appreciate it, cause I do. Yeah. I fuck with oh, Uzi Vert. You, I fuck you, with Twenty One. You, you got my iPod. You yeah, know what so, <laughs> we fuck with all of it, but yeah. it don't mean that that's us. It just means that we fuck with it. And then, and also too, man. And and then even if we didn't fuck with any of that shit, it's still it's our still, people. It still don't make us make us or them whoever any better. Any any less black Facts. It don't That's it just a fact don't. I don't care if you, you be permed out God's music <laughs> yeah. Rock and roll Talk like You know Talk like talk, Quote unquote Talk like a white boy yeah. Whatever You still black You still black yeah. like, I don't, All day at, at the end of the day yeah. And yeah. um And I, that's, that's all that's, that's pretty much it man I ain't gotta draw, draw this thing out man uh, This is Tommy Guns I'm Frank fucking Mill <laughs> And this is A to G A to G man We'll catch y'all next time Deuce Trump 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 Trump